Bible commands us to cry aloud, spare not, lift up thy voice like a trumpet, and show my people their transgression. This is the Cry Aloud broadcast with evangelist Ted Houston. Good to have you with us again today, dear friend. And we've been talking about Jeremiah 8, verse 12, where God asked, were they ashamed of their abomination? And and then he answered, nay, they were not ashamed, neither could they blush. And we've talked about this condition that existed in Israel and that seems to be existing in America today. It doesn't seem to be. It is existing in America today, but it, it also has crept into our churches where things are going on in our churches that years ago Christians would have been ashamed of and they would have blushed about, but we don't anymore. And we went through a lot of reasons, and I don't want to go over those again, but I finished off looking at this matter of the seared conscience, where in 1 Timothy 4 and verse 2, Paul said they were speak lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. We cannot be ashamed anymore. We cannot blush in so many ways because we have accepted these things as being true. We've hardened our heart, and now our conscience has been seared. And I just made the statement, if you have not been truly sorry, then you have not repented. And we looked at Second Corinthians 7, 8 through 11, where Paul had written a letter to the church at Corinth that made him sorry, and he was sorrowful that he made them sorry, but he said that ye have sorrowed to repentance. And he said, you were made sorry after a godly manner. And you know, for godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of, but the sorrow of the world worketh death. You know, so many people, they're just sorry that maybe they, well, it makes me feel bad. But it's not a true sorry. It's not a brokenness that causes them to totally repent. The word repent means a change of heart, mind, or direction. And Paul said of this church, when they got the letter and they read it, it pierced to their heart and they sorrowed unto repentance. It changed. They, they, they got broken. I've, uh, in my own life and as I've preached as a pastor and as I preach, especially as evangelist, I tell people, if, unless you let your heart get broken over your sin, you'll never truly repent. True godly sorrow is a brokenness. It is seeing my sin the way God sees it. I was a prodigal. I got saved at the age of five, and in my life, I got it wrapped up in wicked, sinful things, and I lived an ungodly life. I was still going to church. I knew I was saved, but I wasn't living right. I knew it. But boy, one night, I just got so broken. I went to an old-fashioned altar, and I said, God, I hate myself. I hate my sin. And that night, I got broken. And you know what happened? That night, I got up off my knees. I got back the peace of God. But 99.9% of the things that I was involved in, I never did again, never have done again, and don't even have a desire for them. It was a repentance. It changed my life forever. But God had to break me. I had to see myself the way God saw me. You know, you and I, we need to see ourselves through God's eyes, how God sees the way we're living, not the way we think we're living or not the way uh, other people see we're living. And we're, we're real good at putting on a show for others. You know, I always used to say you can deceive your parents, but you can't deceive God. You can deceive your spouse, but you can't deceive God. You can, de- you can deceive your Christian brothers, your church family, and your pastor, but you can't deceive God. Paul went on to say unto them, For behold, this selfsame thing that ye sought after a godly sort, what carefulness it wrought in you, yea, what clearing of yourselves, yea, what indignation. 
You know, it caused them to have indignation towards themselves. They got angry about themselves for what they'd done. Well, that's what we need. Yea, what fear? Well, we ought to start fearing that our sins are hindering God's work and that our children may be affected by it and our country is affected by it and our children are. What vehement desire. We ought to get a burning desire to change it. What zeal, yea, what revenge. In all things you have proved yourself to be clear in this matter. You know, dear friend, I ask the question, are you ashamed of your sin? Answer that honestly. Or do you have any blush left in you? Uh, does it not bother you at all? Boy, dear friend, I don't want to be in that condition. May God help me to have a shame in my heart and my being when I've sinned. God help me to blush when I have said or done something I shouldn't do. May God send us revival, I pray. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Cry Aloud broadcast with evangelist Ted Houston, produced by Bible Tracks Incorporated of Bloomington, Illinois. Visit BibleTracksInc.org for more information.